It's recording. We're going. We hear. We got a little bit of a buzz in the back, but yeah, that's fine. Yeah, well, well, it works. Whatever. Here we are. You get what you're paying for. Yes. Well, it's. I. What? I don't, I don't even know. Fucking date it is. July something. Saturday. The Saturday. Twenty twenty one. Something. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's the seventeenth. We're going back to masks. Back. <laughs> L.A. County's going back to masks because this is a nightmare that will never go away. We cannot be trusted with our own selves, and uh, yeah, welcome back. Welcome back to the tyranny of masks. Yeah, the tyranny of cloth is uh, returned. You know what? It's going to be all right. We'll uh, we'll get through this. I Del- mean... Delta variant's going to be a new hard seltzer. I, I've been acting like I'm invincible ever since I got the vaccine, so, you know, that's me. Now that I'm seeing that, the breakthrough cases are going through the roof of everyone who's already been vaccinated, so terrifying but uh i'm not gonna let it get my uh my day down it's the summer of sean and nothing's gonna get in the way of that so nope. you're vexed you're waxed you're ready to party you're out there in the world you're you even went down to san Clemente. look at you spreading your I wings i did and then i realized why i shouldn't do that it's uh it's a terrible terrible place <laughs> it's rough it's it's rough it's just a sea of testosterone and structural uh surfboards and buildings it's it's a terrible place but is, is this surfboard load-bearing yeah, it it seems that way because every place has it, uh, even places that don't make sense to have it. But you know, I guess the uh, accountants need surfboards too. Is is there anything else that like is like similarly ubiquitous? At, like if you travel elsewhere, because it's like like Pit. Oh, that's me. Um, like Pittsburgh, for instance, they'll remind you you're in Pittsburgh because I don't I don't know that there are any restaurants that just aren't just just littered with sports memorabilia or yeah. pictures of the city like it's pretty rare like and i feel like a lot of cities maybe not cincinnati they don't they're not <laughs> they're probably more pick and choose about yeah i i think in michigan it's mostly like you can't go into a place that sells alcohol without seeing a labat blue sign it seems like those are load barons in michigan so yeah, I guess I guess every place has it. Now that now that we've noted it, we're gonna notice things when we travel. Like yeah, and uh, then that'll be our new uh, our new hot t- hot take on. That'll things. be the new feature of things we saw why? in other places. Why 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 why? Okay, well I'm declaring that's the summer of Sean. You were such a good boy this Shit. whole last year, and now it's time for Sean to get a little fun in his system. Now it's time for Sean to get COVID. Here we go. <laughs> Yes, sexually transmitted COVID. <laughs> Anybody, any takers, line him up. Damn. He'll knock him down. Knock him dead, baby. I will. If you want to be get screamed at, talked like you're uh, the ordering window at a fast food place, that's uh, that's what I'm bringing to the table. So uh, going down to San Clemente, you, you were going to visit our good friend Liz. I was. Uh, was uh, getting back out in there. Yeah. Who was, she's been there for some of the better stories uh, taking part in. She's... she's uh, Infamous for one drunk hungover morning, she was eating a hamburger. <laughs> it was. It's become a soundbite of uh, 
of our lives. It's it's pretty great. She also ate a hamburger when we were there Ooh, and, and brought that up. Yeah, so to, and was like wearing glasses to show that time had passed. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we. I for, what, were we calling to make sure she was alive or something? And we. Call, I don't know why we were calling her, but yeah, I think we were calling her back or something. Yeah, and, and she everyone just, was hungover and eating. And she answered, "I'm eating a burger. <laughs> I'll call you back burr. when I'm not eating a burger." <laughs> And uh, just Classic. out of context, just it's been a running joke for going on 10 years now. Yep. So I, It'll never not be funny. Yeah. And no one else having to explain jokes like that yeah. never really hit. But it's like, I don't care. This is for yeah. me. This, this is, is uh, these are inside jokes that we uh, we shouldn't explain and that you will never understand. Nor should you have to understand them because they are very inside baseball. But anyway, I mean, go out and make some stories. Get your own inside jokes. I uh, I was retelling the Fourth of July story because I I like ran out of material at a mic and I was just like, just somebody give me a topic. And then somebody's like San Clemente, and I'm like, oh, let me tell you about <laughs> San Clemente. But by the end of it, I'm pretty sure when I got off the mic, somebody yelled, "Fuck you." <laughs> Because I was That's, like, that it sounds like San Clemente. Yeah, people. I was like, it's a beautiful purgatory, and you never need to go there. So if you live there, please leave. Uh, yeah, that was the one thing leaving there. Like I got to LA, and I was like, oh, this is where normal people live. Like, there's not like I this call LA normal per se. But it's like it's differing views. Like everyone doesn't collective feel like they're in a fishbowl as they do in San Clemente, where it's like everything's here. Why would I ever leave? Like this is yeah. great. Like, also. The th- nice thing about a metropolitan city is also the threat of violence, potential violence, like because uh, there are um, there is a melting pot of different kinds of people, so you can't yeah. just go spout off your fucking bullshit views or racist opinions. I mean, and not and just get away with it. Somebody's gonna step up and fucking stab a fool. So both cities have violence, but one you could laugh at, and the other one you're like, oh, I I understand. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I, I guess I was following you too close on the freeway and you decided to put your car and park on the highway and get out. That's yeah. totally, I will leave you alone. I went to LA on Monday and uh, um, we were looking for parking and I just casually see an MS-13 tag and I'm like, oh, this yeah. bo- block is spoken for. There's uh, consequences up here. Let's everybody just be cool and uh, let's get out of here. Have I... Have I told you about the time I went to Homeboy Industries? Have I talked about this on here? I don't think so. So, uh, When I was working in L.A., I was working at a warehouse. And one morning, I got up there a little early. And I was like, I was killing time. And I was like, I'm going to get everybody donuts. Like, whatever. Like, whatever. And I'll get coffee and donuts. I'll come in, whatever. And I looked. Some of the guys are vegan. So I looked up vegan donuts. And for whatever reason, Homeboy Industries came, came up. And if you don't know what Homeboy Industries is... It's a great organization that gives ex-gang members, just ex-violent criminals, a chance. Like they hire them for to rehabilitate them. So it's a coffee shop and a bakery, and I don't know what all else catering. But they hire a lot of ex-cons so they can, you know, get some stability and they don't have to revert to the the life that got them in jail and whatever. So like it's like 7:30 in the morning, and I roll in there, and this like you know baristas are pretty they're kind of pussies like there's never been a barista where i was like i i think i yeah. i don't think i could not take this guy a lot of tanners and skylers are are baristas where you uh you don't really need to be 
the threat of physical violence isn't from them. Yeah, they're a little soft, and that's fine, because you don't need to be hard giving me an oat milk latte. But, yeah, uh, you want somebody smiling and kind of non-approachable. Now, this fella, however, <laughs> he had a he had a tattoo that could double as a beard. It was just entire, like, uh, World War II shark jaw style, like, and it was just his past gang affiliation. And I was like, wow, that is aggressive. Yeah. And he had the most steely, dead eyes <laughs> that just stared through you. And when I asked him for vegan donuts, I sensed that he was at a crossroads of, like, I think I need to kill this man. <laughs> yeah. that's That seems like a setup for, like, a, a prank show. That doesn't seem real. Like, it, was, it was the most terrified I've ever been ordering coffee. Because, like, everybody's got, like, not everybody, but, like, a lot of people have that breaking point at a job where it's like, oh, this is where I flip the desk, knock everything off my computer. Yeah. Only when he does it, it's going to be, like, hot boiling coffee thrown in somebody's face scalding them for life or like stab stab getting real stabby yeah i mean these are all projections too he might just be a sweetheart that doesn't uh never really got the chance i'm sure he didn't have to do anything weird or violent to earn those tattoos on his fucking he was a circumstance of his uh or he was a product of his circumstances and he had to do it and now he's like i would gladly get you those vegan donuts Right. Yeah, I'm sure. He's just <laughs> looking forward to it. That's why he just stared through my soul and just had just such an air of anger, boy, like percolating underneath the surface. Like, I clearly, it's me misreading the situation. Yes. He is a, he's a fine lad. Yeah. And now he, uh, I'm sure he's he's worked up his way up the chain there. He's probably assistant manager. He's so. probably opened up his own franchise of the, the place, but um, yeah. So, anyway, I it I'm and I'm not besmirching the establishment or him. I was neither just, am I. I, I want to make it clear there. I am not saying any of this. I have no input on Christian's story, and please don't take it out on me if you see me in Los Angeles. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what affiliation he was, and he was trying to get out of it. So I don't know. Yeah, you crack that can. We're drinking. We got some Coors Lights. We got some Boochcraft. We're gonna. Be heading down to see our pals, Casey and JoJo. Well, no, Casey's in San Francisco. Like a real idiot. She did not plan this accordingly when we decided to head down there last night. Yeah. So that's on you. Uh, we'll never see you again. But um, that's going to be a good time. It's it's the, I mean, it's, we're not kicking off summer drinking, but they probably have the best setup for summer drinking there is. They got a pool. They got a goddamn orange grove. Orange grove, avocados. All sorts of weird citrus fruits. Yeah. They, she's got her own fucking flower garden going, just popping off. So They're many like, dogs. There's dogs everywhere. It's like a Country Time Lemonade commercial, except you can hear traffic yeah. 20 feet from you. <laughs> That's going way too fast. But again, behind the orange curtain, it's it's one of the one of the best places behind the orange curtain. It's like a little mirage of paradise. Yeah. And uh, we're we're thankful every time we can go down there. Echo gets to run around with her good pal Jaspie. What should we drink down there, Sean? What Shit. what is the summer? It's the summer of Sean. What's going to be the summertime drink? I mean, I've said it before, but I think Casadores pre-canned Palomas are the sum- drink of the summer because that's Casadores. Oh yeah, yeah. Casadores pre. What did I say? No, I'm just repeating. Oh, okay, you yeah, to yeah, yeah. Reaffirm and to put that out into the ether that Casadores. We are a big fan. My- of- 
Casa My Dores. brain kind of goes into a fugue state right after I drink it, probably because of all the sugar, but it's, it's phenomenal. It's a fine beverage. <laughs> Perfect for any occasion, especially summertime by the pool. It's great. Uh, yeah, I could go for a case or two. Um, yeah. I don't really know a lot about Casadores. I know they make terrific tequila, and it's very affordable. And if I'm ever being choosy, which lately I have not been, I've been ordering tequila sodas to try to curb the carbs a little bit. Yeah. And baby, I've been wobbling around the well. <laughs> That's where I got into the moonshine phase. I was just getting sick of like, hey, there's 15 things in this drink, and most of them are sugar. Um, so, like, moonshine is already pre-sweetened, comes with its... Uh, is it? Well, it depends on what you get. Like I, just it, think, I just assumed it tasted like nail polish remover. That's the, the white lightning shit. That's 124 proof. That, Ooh. That'll get you. But if you get Ooh, like a... Baby. Like a blackberry <laughs> type of uh, moonshine, it's already good to go, and you just... You know, drinking like an American patriot out of a uh, mason jar. The Casadori story, our roots in 1922 in Arandas, Mexico. Don Jose Maria Banuelos. I, I'm, this, I, I feel like the accent no is, accents. Accent is no problematic. Accents. Yeah, that's, uh, that's When will I learn no, how many good men have to go down for doing a silly accent? Yeah. I'm it's, sorry. It's not not great. All right. Amidst the red clay and tall blue agave was a deer, standing bravely in the center of the field. Something about the prideful, confident beauty of the stag struck a nerve with Don Jose. It was the perfect symbol for his new recipe for a smooth yet bold Highland tequila. This is all bullshit. What copyright? This sounds so fucking stupid. Yeah. Uh, But anyway, Casadores, we are still open for promotional... uh, advertising. And if you want to pass along your bullshit copyright, listen. I'm a copyright story. Uh, I know this deer that gave your founder a boner uh, in, Ar- in Arandas, Mexico. Yeah, uh, I want more names in my name. Don Jose Maria Banuelos. Ban- ban- He's got the Enye. I don't know how to put Banuelos because it's like Banyo, but Banuelos. I mean, you can kind of do that. You're you're Nordic. You can throw some umlauts and. Yeah. In with you. <laughs> like, that is kind of its own echelon of white when, like, the even the 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 alphabet starts. Like, Russian, it's, like, its own echelon of white. Yeah, and, like, when you get in a Cyrillic, it's, uh, it's, it's a little tough. That's where, like, as an American, I feel stupid a lot. But that's, that's one of those times where, like, I see something in Cyrillic and I'm like, man, it sure would be neat to be able to read that. It seems, uh... I'm completely uncultured with uh, without being able to even pick out some words that I can understand. Yeah, and Russian's, uh, it's called Cyrillic, you say? Yeah, that's the alphabet. Um, I'm well, I'm, you're smarter than I am because I don't even know what the, I just call it the Russian alphabet. and like Real graphic design shit right now. Oh, there uh, you go. I used to download a bunch of fonts that looked really good and then I realized that they were Cyrillic and I can't <laughs> use them at all, so... Yeah, that's why I know <laughs> that whole that whole process. <laughs> How many designs did you make that were essentially just you mashing a keyboard? A lot, I think. <laughs> I think that every designer goes to that stage of like, I'm going to be the bad boy. I'm not going to follow rules. I'm just going to make uh, make this fucking MS Paint thing look <laughs> look like something. But yeah, a lot. It's a lot of trial and error. Yeah, MS Paint seems to have. Uh made its circle back around and now it's like ironically back with memes i've been sharing a lot of them mainly raccoons and possums but yeah a lot of 3d type a lot of uh uh 
force perspective. What's the uh, the one that like the cascading colors? What do you call that? A gradient. Yeah. A gradient text. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's wonderful. If there Just was motion, a lot of star dissolves. <laughs> Stuff like that. As a graphic designer, can you predict the pe- the trends then? Because if like the '90s are back, do you, does the that kind of mimic, like fashion for sure is like it's essentially a CCS catalog from 1999 has been just yeah you can see moved into the mall parts now. of it. Like there's a lot of uh, like it every year kind of has its own trend. So like you got kind of see like '80s come back. '90s really hasn't come back just because it was so terrible. Like a lot of forced. Uh, kind of stresses on type like look how cool this type is that's like splatter paint you know, oh that's fucking stupid yeah i mean i think we're still getting that that bad taste out of our <laughs> mouth of 90s 80 or 90s 2000s types yeah my i mean i'm not a graphic designer clearly and i i think i probably am fooled easily but i my frame of reference is like mainly like hardcore band albums and metal band <laughs> like yeah. where it's just like the splatter and like the the poke like not the not polka dots but like the like the Lichtenstein type of thing where it's just like oh, you yeah. can see like the the single the halftone print style yeah uh, that kind of shit yeah but um it'll be interesting it'll be interesting what comes back around yeah I mean like you assume that the whole minimalist thing was just like a gradient and then something so I'm sure it'll even get simpler and stupider so we'll see all right um. Well, well, we'll keep chatting about San Clemente because you, you went down there to drink with our bud and you had a very San Clemente experience. Yeah, so I I pull around and the cool thing about San Clemente, there's a lot of free parking that's, <laughs> that, that puts you in the place of like where I'm Tell at me as a you're person. in your 30s. Yeah. Without telling <laughs> me. You're in your it's, a, it's a great little beach town with a lot of free parking. Uh, so I found a spot and I was like, cool. And as I pull, pull in and like put on my blinker to kind of parallel park, a truck with an American flag in the bed of the truck, which is never a good sign. That's always like, that's like Pepe the Frog of vehicles. Where yeah, you're like, eh. it's it's definitely throwing out a signal flare and not like, which sucks because it's like, all right, like like you have an like a USA hat, and it's like now it's like, man, I I feel like I'm putting out the wrong vibe. With yeah, I, if I have like, I can't wear that an American flag that isn't like oddly specific. Like when uh like last year I was. I'm like, I drive a truck, and I feel like that alone is kind of sending out, yeah, a, a, like, hey, you know, I'm a big, tough dude And these are things that, like, aren't new. They're just kind no. of more aware to us now. Yeah, but now you want to kind of... the white privilege sets yeah, in. Yeah, you, you want to send out, like, the reverse, like, hey, I, I, I'm not like that. Or, like, like I'm not, like, like, a Q with a Ghostbuster through it or something. Yeah. So I, I, like, I was... Because during all the... Uh, the protest last year i was like do i get a what do i do do i get a, like a a rainbow american flag or a red black and green american flag? i feel like that's maybe somebody thinks that will think i'm fucking with them ah yeah i'll get the satanic american flag but then that's like maybe i'm getting just draw too much unnecessary attention yeah that's <sighs> why i i just avoid putting things on my vehicle because i'm afraid that someone's gonna hate it and then hurt my car which is right but i mean I had a buddy in college who had a Baltimore Baltimore Orioles uh, sticker, and his car got keyed, and the windows broken out a lot. Which, yeah, and you, I mean, maybe unrelated. Shit's gonna happen regardless. I remember our one friend who, to this day, has never drank, and not your friend, my friend, or what well, person I know, yeah. and uh, 
I think somebody uh, hit and ran him, and he reacted to that by taking out his car keys and keying the next like five cars just in a in a row. And just to like, be safe. Yeah, he's just like, just so somebody else is having a worse day than me. I'm like, that's not healthy. Yeah, that's not how the world works. Yeah, that's it's <laughs> like also way to like just take a direct shit into the karma pot, but you know, yeah. Uh, maybe that. Uh, who knows? Karma doesn't. If karma exists, it takes its sweet fucking time and it's subtle as shit. So. That's where my kind of Irish guilt kind of holds oh, in. Where I'm like, it's gonna come at some point. So. Oh yeah, I think all the time. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be like when I'm 75 in a hospital, and then the person that comes in is like, "Hey, I remember you. What car do you drive?" <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not protecting you. You're just Will Forte on that airplane, and the, 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 the I think you should leave. <laughs> yeah. I remember 20 years ago. Um, yeah. Uh, I feel like karma works uh, conver- like inversely for me. Like I'll, I'll do something nice. I don't, I'm not going to give an example because it's just virtue signaling just or whatever. Just pat yourself on the back. Right. Why don't you? So let's say I do something nice. Hypothetically, immediately something bad happens. I'm like, well, what the fuck? Like, how does that work? We're back at zero. I'm like, what's? It's I don't know. It's like the I I have a theory as a scientist myself <laughs> that I think we are at the highest peak of chaos. Like entropy is supposedly like a big reason why humans developed uh, uh, self awareness and consciousness. Uh, my theory is that line has only increased. Like we are like uh, only creating more chaos, and by that definition trying to create order. This sounds like a lot of Jeff Goldblum from Jurassic Park. It goes against the very nature of the world. So when you try to bring peace or order, that is when the world kicks back at you and just says, he just bucks you like a fucking Bronco. So give into the chaos, be more chaotic. Don't, don't even try to be a good person anymore. Aren't you tired of trying to be a good person all the fucking time? Yeah. I, I, I'm just hoping there's going to be a day that is like, hey, remember all that stuff you did? Here you go. Yeah. I mean, maybe we need to find God. Maybe a religion. No, I don't think that's it. Come on. I don't think that's helped we anybody. Can, we could try it. It's helped so many people. <laughs> yeah. Delusion helps a lot of people. I think the I victims of the Crusades would uh, In a disagree. pack of 12 or 30. <laughs> Some people need to go to a, a building on Sunday to get theirs. But, yeah. but, you know, whatever keeps you between the lines, you know? That's true. Whatever makes you... I'm just kidding. Be a good person. Treat other people well. Do the nice thing, not because you get paid a payback yeah. for it. Just do it because it's it the right Do it because you know everybody's in hell right now. Yeah, do it because or we're always. all fucking just in the weeds trying to find our way back to the fair way. Don't give fair somebody way. an excuse to be like, Nope, today's the day. This yeah, is yeah. the day I go to burn down a Walmart. Don't be the dickhead in the coffee shop that gives that guy the reason to break the coffee pot and fucking yeah. stab, go stabby stab. Yeah. Just buy him a vegan donut. Be yeah, like, give hey, him a this, this tip, is for you. Tip graciously. Yeah. Wink at him and then give him the finger Pay gun. with a card, over tip, and never pay Visa. If we yeah. all collectively just stop paying our credit card bills, what are they going to do? <laughs> they can't get us all. They can't. If the cops are doing it too, they're they're just gonna wink and a nod. Yeah, that's how. Just we all just need to revolt. Smart financially. 
starts it all starts with one small step buy everything you ever dreamed of having on credit and never pay it back yeah statue of limitations i think is 12 years uh, you can run from that. You can run for 12 years. Act like I met a guy. Steve Buscemi in Armageddon <laughs> where you take out all these 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 debts and with the express intent of never repaying them back because an asteroid is coming. Oh, yeah. It's coming. And you're going to the asteroid to Listen, break it up? Well, George, George Bush Sr. bought fucking land up on a water aquifer in Uruguay. You think he doesn't know some shit that we're going to need some, uh, some backup plans where you just need to be up near a, fr- a source of fresh water? That's very true. Welcome to the QAnon podcast. Uh, this is uh, Sean Burke <laughs> and Christian Senrude. We're slowly dipping our toe <laughs> into questionable territory. I, got, I mean, I got some ideas. I got some conspiracies. That's one of them. Because uh, that, like, I don't know, man. Like, the whole overpopulation thing. Like, in the 70s, they came out with a study that said that about 2 billion was uh, the breaking point and for human population. Welp. <laughs> Right, exactly, and that's like the counterpoint. We're like, well, clearly they're wrong. And I'm like, all right, a hotel says max occupancy. Let's say a hotel room says, let's say, 46 people in a, that you can fit 150 people yeah. in a 46 room or capacity room. Doesn't mean it's sustainable. Two billion was the sustainable level, and people were, well, we're doing fine. I'm like, we're not doing fine. It's a fucking climate breakdown, and the not. It's not even that far away anymore now they're saying the moon's gonna butt fuck us with like tides and shit <laughs> in 20 in 2030s that's nine years away yeah i mean it's pretty clear so buy boats <laughs> buy a boat <laughs> something is coming where the entire west coast is continually always on fire like there isn't even a fire season right now the fire season is 12 <laughs> months a year so yeah it's like echo's shedding season it's just eh, it gets worse <laughs> Yeah. But it's constant. There will be more that gets burnt, but uh, we're all going to burn. Yeah. Oh, but anyway, how about a little ray of sunshine we could bring back, bring it back around. We got to, we're in the, we're in the clouds right now, Sean. We're getting negative. People I mean, don't want to hear that. People don't want to waste their It's time. Saturday morning. We got the whole weekend ahead of us. God damn right. Uh, what'd you, did you do anything last night? I got real high and watched the new Space Jam is what oh, I did. I- I'm, a, I'm more of a space marmalade kind of guy. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Mm, know what I'm saying? Mm, <laughs> no, no, that's it. All we're right. done. Let it simmer. <laughs> yeah. You're going to like it later. Um, Maybe if I do it enough, you'll start to like it. That usually it. works. <laughs> Probably not. If it's just always around, it's like McDonald's. It's not good. Yeah, it'll but beat you down. Yeah, I'm going to wear you out, motherfucker. Yeah. So how? Well, can we get some hot takes on the Space Jam? Well, it was a very long Warner Brothers commercial with, uh, I mean, I guess you could call it acting. <laughs> I think LeBron James can like hit small doses of lines really good. Mm-hmm. But uh, he was good in Trainwreck. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like small little, like if he's got a couple things to say, but like when the whole scene was on him, it was like. It's a lot to, lot to carry. Yeah, and he's, granted, he's an athlete. I'm not expecting him to be an amazing actor, but. Um, out of this children's movie that I watched as a 38-year-old, <laughs> high as shit, um, yeah, it was. Uh, there's there's some there's some problems, but it was a it was an overall decent time. What what about you? What was your Friday night like? As an actor, LeBron or Michael Jordan? I think Jordan did a better, much better job. As an underwear model, I don't think either of them. Michael Jordan for sure modeled Calvin Klein. I believe. Oh. 
Yeah, I believe I it was Calvin. Or well, no, I, it was Haynes. It was Haynes. I guess they're both. I just remember Michael's Hitler mustache in the Haynes commercials <laughs> where he's like, I'm taking it back. Yeah, that really put a damper on that uh, that whole facial. The name Adolf, gone forever. Yeah. And uh, that mustache is really, uh, aside out of, outside of the murder junkies and Gigi Allen, that, that mustache has not been a big hit. Yeah. Rightfully Isn't so. that sad? <laughs> We're never going to have another Gigi Allen. I mean, not that we ever could because he set the bar so high. But yeah. Like <laughs> the older I get, the mystique of Gigi Allen oh, kind of yeah. wears off where you're like, no, the, this guy's just a crazy person. Yeah, he's that just people a crazy enabled. asshole and like it got people to be on their worst behavior. Yeah. I don't know. I've had a little bit of that with skateboarding lately because like this one like young hot star type deal, he's like. Being a, he's kind of being a rock star, and people like people are just being such fucking pussies about it. We're like, he's a professional skateboarder. Don't you want a little bit of danger in the lifestyle? Don't you want a little bit of like? I that? feel like that mystique nowadays goes. It, it doesn't go from like, oh wow, he's like a rock star. It just goes straight to asshole. Where you're like, oh he's, yeah, this is not 1976. Uh, yeah, but we're sick of that. <laughs> but I don't know. I you need. You want a bunch of fucking kids tucking their shirts in and playing good and playing nice all the time? You, you don't want a little bit of danger? Not, you don't want a little bit of an outlaw? I don't know. You're old, Sean. I think I've, I've aged out of that group where I'd... I'd yeah, I don't want to do it. I don't want to be around it. Yeah. But also, like, we need kids flipping cop cars and doing shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's, that's one's take with it. I was expecting, like just self-indulgent bullshit whereas like oh no i mean i'm gonna smash this hotel room assholes are assholes yeah but also like you know we're gonna need story like these kids are gonna need stories so somebody's got to do shit like that yeah it feels a lot like we're having the conversation from 21 jump street where you expect high school to be one thing and it's something completely different now I'm sh- <laughs> yeah, let's go back and find out. Let's <laughs> yeah. relive that fucking nightmare. God, I yeah, I didn't even have the warm embrace of alcohol to help me through that shit. Yeah. But yeah, it seems like there it is. It just seems like they're they're stuck in their their kind of ways down there, and I'm like, yeah, this is why I uh, I don't come down here. That was the first time I've been back there in like I think probably like six years, five or six years. Yeah, I'll pop down every now and then to like share Echo, but um, I don't uh, like. It is the place that time forgot somewhat. Where like yeah. the, the strip mall seems like the sprawl continues. Uh, yeah, essentially, but like a lot like they still have their cool little main it's a beautiful place like the little main street yeah i just don't want to live there or really spend any amount of time there that's the funny thing is like i I talk to people that are like live in la and then they go to orange county or like laguna and stuff and they're like oh it's so beautiful it's so nice down there i'm like i just know it from the jaded local viewpoint where i'm like no that place sucks like (laughs) i was that's my response to it and everyone's like wow sean really does not like yeah i mean i've had friends talk they're like you lived you lived in san clemente what would you say about it i'm like do you like doing things like if you like going to if every day of your life you want to go to the beach and eat at the same five restaurants 
it's great. Like if you if you have kids, if you're retiring, I imagine it's fucking awesome. Yeah. But if you're like people like people in their twenties, I don't fucking get it. Like like if you have to be there for work or whatever, or if you're saving money, cool. But like people that are just there and not they, if you don't surf or if you're not a beach fucking rat, like I don't know what the fuck you're doing there. Yeah, it's very. I go to Oceanside. It's more fun. People are way more fun. Yeah. I mean, that that was like the main thing of Los Angeles. It just seemed like there was other things other than the beach culture where you're oh, like, oh, yeah. Well, oh. It's, a, it's somewhat of a real city. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the bigger cities. Yeah. They have art and culture and museums, and they also have a beach, kind of. Yeah, we get it. That gets kind of overrun with sewage every now sewage and then. Sewage and syringes. Oh, yeah, that was a recent one. Yeah. In, in a, I think we're in El Segundo? Yeah. Uh, yeah, the bay. The, the Santa Monica Bay area gets the, the water treatment plant basically has a piece of tissue paper as their filter that they're <laughs> like, well, uh, we got too much water, so, uh, I don't know, 20,000 pounds of shit went out of the ocean, so don't swim today, but... I, uh, I recently learned, well, I didn't learn it because I don't remember all the facts, but uh, why Long Beach is so fucking gross, it, the beach itself, is because, I got to get a new mic cable, I think, uh, is because it kind of just recirculates, like the water just kind of recirculates, so like the garbage that gets stuck there just stays there. Oh. So like, apparently they do like a beach drag every day or I don't know how often, but they just drag out all the fucking garbage with their... Uh, yeah, I know the beaches around San Clemente or uh, El Segundo, they, like, take tractors and basically just upturn it every year. And it's, like, this big thing where you can't go to the beach because it's all these mounds and stuff. So yeah, maybe that's... They're just burying the decaying garbage, but... I, uh, when I, I lived in American Samoa when I was a kid, and a couple times a year something would happen i'm pretty sure that had had to do with an oil spill but we would just get these like you know when you like uh, aerate a lawn those little like cylinders that curl up and just like lay on the lawn we'd have those but it would be like sand or something on the beach and like my my parents would just be like don't go in the water for a couple days because like i sent like our house was essentially like it was like this one row one lane road my yard that i remember being very large but it, you know when you're a kid everything's big yeah our house and then we a lagoon so hurricane season was a real fucking problem but anyway we were at the beach pretty much every day and uh no this is the 80s so no parent like parental oh yeah supervision we're just swimming in the ocean at four to eight like four to eight years old doesn't matter. That's nah, fine. Yeah. We were good. No towels. No sunscreen. Yeah. It was awesome. That's uh I got beaten by a neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> well, beat beat is uh strong. He hit me. <laughs> yeah, I had that. Like it seemed like that was like, "Hey, you fucked up." Like Yeah. I mean, an, an adult corrected it. I, yeah. Uh we shouldn't have been peeping in his house and he he swatted all of us and yeah. you know uh, our friend's mom went over and gave him a piece, like she just reamed him out and he's like I'll hit them you don't hit them <laughs> yeah mm. that's the shit like growing up I didn't realize that wasn't a thing anymore that you could just kind of like let your kids out and they would come back like clearly 
I'm not the uh, kid heaven type of person, so I wouldn't know. But um, as a kid, we would just like leave at probably eight in the morning and come back at like eight or nine at night, and we'd build forts and like all my like friend group built like a four story fort out of like reused lumber and stuff. And then somebody burnt it down and caused this huge fire in the woods. <laughs> but that's the shit where I'm like, wow, yeah, that's, that could have used some supervision, but I mean, I'm sure it's still happening in the Midwest and the East coast, like where there's actual room to play around. you like parents, yeah. are pro- pro- parents are probably like, yeah, please get the fuck out of the house. Please go do yeah. other things. But you know, in a, uh, a city like this or LA or wherever you're probably they're probably a little more like a lot of cars a lot of traffic whatever yeah a lot of creeps yeah a lot of what do you what do you call it when uh it's not the amber alert it's an amber alert if you get stolen but it's uh when you're on the list Megan's law yeah I, I don't even know it's a nice way to remember Megan by the way <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah on her own law because of the terrible things that were done yeah, to her. Who knows what happened to Megan? But anyway, here's her law. Anyway, your parents are going to hear about this and be reminded of this for the rest of their life. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So so what's the summer of Sean going to be like? I'm going to really enforce this on you. I or mean, just impose, rather. Not impo- enforce. I've grown pretty accustomed to quarantine life, so I don't think it's going to be that much different other than me being able to go out to restaurants and friends houses now so well then f- a lot of friends house drinking a lot of friends house drinking a uh, week on week off type of situ- situation where i'm like i just need a day to get high and play video games but because i'm an adult man that's what adults do yeah i don't remember how i felt i i, I don't know i was never like a super big video game person but i definitely fell off very hard it's really like it was just necessity out of being stuck in my apartment where I'm like, well, what else am I going to do? Uh, I'm just going to get into this now, but. And then that enables the weed. It all make it all one hand washes the other. Yeah. Hmm. You kind of lose touch with reality though. Just going in a circle of video games, weed and, uh, kind of hanging out in your apartment, but who needs it? Yeah, that's what's I mean, reality got the video games. Zone? This past year has been super relaxing for me. So <laughs> I, who knows? Uh, are you like a buy a new video game type of guy, or do you stick around the the same? Are you a big Tetris? Uh, it depends. Like, uh, I'll I'll, I'll kind of get in the weeds here, but Xbox has this thing where it's they just put up free games and you can download them, and it's it's a great it's a great resource, but kind of keeps things they're usually garbage but buying new games is such an investment it's like <laughs> 70 dollars where you're like this isn't worth it i'm just gonna go spend this on alcohol and marijuana yeah that'll be around forever yeah <laughs> are you a shoot 'em up guy or are you a, a code uh it's kind of all over the place you need your shoot 'em ups you need your sports games you need your dumb, like, I'm just wandering through the woods collecting stuff type of games, which are pretty <laughs> relaxing in a time where the world's on fire, so. Do you have a half-life? I do not. Oh, not yet. Some games are, like, just too complex and boring for me. Like, it's essentially just a long movie that yeah. you want to be interactive with, but. Hmm. Well, all right. Are you, we're going to, I'm going to get you camping. We got to get you back out at an actual camp, not 
a parking lot. Not a gutter in, in next to a freeway. Yeah. You know, the best part of that is I, you didn't even go to, like, I don't think anybody went to the beach. No, there was a, uh, JR tried to, and he's like, I'm like, oh, did you go in the water? And he's like, no, it's freezing and it's cloudy. <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> then why did you stay here? Um, like, why did we do this? <laughs> yeah. I mean, though, that's, that's kind of a camping MO where like you have all these plans and then you get there Yeah. and you're like, eh, I guess we'll just drink. Yeah, that's the that's the, what happens with the group. I get real antsy if it's a smaller group. I'm like, is this, is this all we're gonna do? But it was it was that was a good group to do that with because we were all, you know. Yeah, and we're not in an area where there's a lot. Like, got to go to a real shitty tiki bar. Have we have we talked about that? I don't think we have. Oh man, it was it was real interesting. I haven't been to many tiki bars, so like. Yeah, I mean, I I like the Bamboo Club in Long Beach, and I'm I'll. We're going to get more into a tiki bar subject uh, later down the line, but I, I'll like they're fun. Why not? Yeah, they're different. I mean, like, it's not a place where, like, oh, we're going to go catch the game and hang out. It's like, yeah. I'm going to go here and get real drunk before 3 o'clock in the yeah. afternoon. I want a beverage with four different kinds of rum, a lot of sugar, and uh, I want to wobble out of there after maybe having some coconut shrimp or some, yeah. uh, maybe some... Uh, Habanero wings, since Sean does not partake of the the sea bugs. Fucking gross insects. Um, but that was a weird thing. Maybe like your palate changed, Sean. Yeah, gross. Um, the there's a lot of like, what's that restaurant where they the waitresses are just assholes to you? Um, there was that vibe at that place where it was like, yeah, maybe that that seems like an odd, uh, contradictory vibe for a, a tiki bar, but yet, yeah, we had a very uh, like spacey waitress who I love catching a waitress at the end of her shift where they pass you off to another one. Yeah. And then it, cause it always, it's never a seamless transition. It, there's oh, it's always a pro like, Oh, I didn't know that was my table. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes, Yeah, but like she was already making us do half of her job. She like first thing came up, like I'm not doing separate tabs. I'm like, all right. And then I like, mean, she straight up refused to get me the drink that I ordered and then recommended or no, told me I should get something else that is completely different. And I was like, OK, yeah, I guess. But she was right. It was delicious. But yeah, it, it just it started off with such high hopes. Like we got in, we got a table and we had a fair amount of people. And then just like, I don't feel like we were being out of hand or loud or rude or no. And just like. They just gave us a world of attitude and uh, it just didn't get it just didn't get any better. Like I they we paid out. I tried to get another drink. I got fucking uh, the bouncer was giving me shit for being like it's like I was literally under a sign that said order here. He's like, you can't be ordering here. And I'm like, my mistake. Yeah. And just he's like, all right, fair enough. But next one, just get it from the host. And I'm like. Okay. Yeah. And like, he, I was trying to pay. It was just like all these like I don't and know. And like, it was also at a time where I'm assuming a lot of people are coming back out into the world where like they may have been working at like 25 yeah. percent capacity right. for the past but year and a half. But I think this has been pretty normal. Where it's I don't I don't know if like bartenders and whoever else or servers and shit have been like making pretty good money on unemployment and now that they just like are back they just like. I have been getting a, a lot of attitude from like service industry, and I'm like, 
I didn't make. I didn't choose. Maybe this you're position. the problem then. Maybe if <laughs> I mean if you know if you're having all these uh, things where you maybe I am the asshole, <laughs> but I feel like I'm. I, I tip. I tip well. Yeah. I, pr- I try to be polite, but you know I I can't control. I, I maybe I need to be more aware of the vibe I'm putting out. Regardless, Ventiki in Ventura, California. Um, I'll give you three more tries. I'll give. <laughs> First one was a was a strike uh, I will, against you. I will Jeff. let you ruin four more afternoons. Before Listen, I, I will spend eighty more dollars at your establishment for three drinks, and I will I will reach a conclusion. Yeah. But uh, first first impressions not great. Yeah. Bamboo I just, Club way better. I just assumed uh, since I haven't been around people in so long, and I'm like, okay, this is how it is to be back in society again. Uh, they they seem all right whatever yeah who knows um and maybe they were having a rough uh, who you know whatever who I'm knows not, i'm not fucking, who cares i've named them directly and said where <laughs> they are but you know i don't think our our nation of par- parking lot drunks are gonna go after them by any means but um feel free i mean light them up on yelp if yeah. you want uh, the funniest review we'll read it out loud yeah <laughs> The funniest review. The, and the bouncer the, butt fucked me in the, <laughs> the most terrible story. <laughs> oh, I do love a good. Uh, I do love a good mob. Yeah. <laughs> the online pitchforks. Um, All seven of you listening right now, go get them. Hey, we're getting up there. We're getting up. Mm, you don't even know about the numbers Shit. we're doing. Uh, Casadores. You don't even know about the numbers we're putting <laughs> that's up. True. Casa, that's true. That's Casadores. You've, you've seen what we can do with our influence, Casadores. This is a threat. <laughs> yes. We're coming for you. If we don't get paid handsomely. Handsomely is an odd, like how that became, like, a, a, ooh, an attractive amount of money. Ooh, yeah. sexy. I mean, hmm. All right. I, I think any amount of money at this point is attractive. Some amounts of money are insulting. Like if, I mean, if you get a, if you're getting a forty-six cent tip, that's not yeah attract. I mean, it's money. Yeah, but it's it's ugly money. It's a needle in the dick of. <laughs> uh, like okay, I guess you touched it. Yeah. All right. I guess this constitutes it. Well, yeah, we're going to get you back out in the world a little bit. I'm going to force force some sun on you. You can't just be buckled down in your house all the time. That's true. I mean, not not until I have a cabin in the middle of nowhere Ooh. to kind of do that. But I mean, I got a, I got a middle of nowhere spot for camping. No cabin, but you can uh, bring your nylon cabin that known as the tent. That's uh, true. You could graduate to a giant old person uh, tent and just <laughs> yeah. set up. That's that's the funny thing is like my parents went through that phase of like we're just getting bigger tents and then they eventually just bought like a, a fifth wheel trailer. Um, I guess that's the mode. That's what you go through. But I was always like I want the smallest tent possible because I'm sick of carrying shit. But yeah, I got a I don't know if it's a two or three person and it's about perfect. But my parents for sure uh, they have the giant motherfucker. But they were it's also because it was like well we got. Jill and the dog, and we have a full-size queen blow up. They're in their, you know, they were in their sixties yeah. the last time I camped with them, and uh, you know, I think you've earned a little bit of comfort, even in the outdoors. But at this point, it is like, I think you guys need an RV or a trailer or just let's Airbnb because yeah, at this point, it's just a lot of work. Especially like we're trying to go to Montana again, and they're uh, like. <clears throat> 
just like the logistics of it. I'm like, let's. That's the one thing when you realize like camping's always a thing where you, when you're in it, you kind of have to make the best of it. But like when you realize like there's a safety net of and ho- a hotel room, you're like, oh shit, this is stupid. Why are we camping? Oh yeah. Like, like when we did our little Southwest trip, like literally around Christmas, I think we were in Page, Arizona on Christmas Eve. It's a real depressing place. Just if anyone goes to the Taco Bell in oh, Page, Arizona. A low. A, a no, lifelong low. No, that's where my rock bottom is essentially yeah, it's, at. It wasn't great. But um point being we were out ca- we were gonna camp and it is I it's colder than I was gonna expect it, it for was Arizona. Like Twenty eight in the Grand Canyon yeah, the first I think night. Like second day or third day we were setting up our tents and it's snowing and our like my hands were just numb little bricks and I was like doing the math with like all right this is what a campsite costs this is what the firewood costs and then by the time like you'd add it up you're like motel six is the same price or cheaper so yeah that became a road trip instead of a camping trip yeah and i'm fine with that like that makes it like once you realize like oh this is so much better yeah like, it, it was fun like we i mean i feel like if we had to experience page arizona not staying inside yeah if we hotels, had to if we had to we would be on the news <laughs> one one way or the other we were gonna make the news yeah um but yeah i don't know how should we even explain how depressing pager i think it's a lot of like it's a big tourist industry there like i think the native american population depends on tourists yeah and like driving through it you just get fucking like harassed I've said it before, but like the concept of kind of wilderness looks majestic and beautiful until there's a building in it. And then as soon as you see the building of whatever quality the building is, it, it bums you out. So like the road into Page, Arizona has all these stalls that I guess are Native American uh, vending sites in the summer. And it really put puts you in the mood for as you come into Page, Arizona, which yeah. is... Um, like abandoned or unmanned, they they have a very Terminator Two Judgment Day kind of vibe. Yeah, uh, like uh, playground right before the blast type. Yeah, <laughs> visual. It's a lot of uh, skull crushing robot vibe in that area, but and then you get gas and you get lit up by three different people, and uh, they've heard the I don't have cash option. Many times, so now they're just like, all right, you can fill up my gas can with your credit card. And you're like, I don't want to. I had a a situation like that a couple of weeks ago where someone came to my door, which is a weird thing that still happens that I don't know if it's El Segundo that allows soliciting, but this, this girl came to my door to ask for money for the bees. And I'm like, okay, this is a noble cause. like, But she essentially caught me in the point where I was like, Oh yeah, I don't have my wallet. Oh, that's fine. Like, uh, or like, I don't have cash. Uh, oh, that's fine. We take card. And I'm like, I I don't have my wallet. And then I like got caught in this live. Like, I had to go back to the office and I left my wallet. <laughs> and she was like, I don't want to give you money. It was clearly I don't trust you. She she realized where we were at in the conversation, and I realized where we were at. And she's like, No, I'm gonna continue to push you for this. <laughs> 
And I was like, I think I can get him. And then I eventually had to just be like, no, I'm not giving like I shouldn't have to like take the cue. But but it's also on them because it's like you're trying to be polite, like read the context clues. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But if someone's going to have the job of going door to door, like they have to be on that. I speaking of which um, I might I might try to get my buddy uh, Patrick. He's a gray haired maniac. And he used to sell meat door to door <laughs> and he's one of the funniest people I fucking know. And, but he's, he's a, he, he might be a good guest. So maybe, maybe stay tuned for old Patrick Booker, some Midwest drinking stories from, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, well, you know, not, some, sometimes there's a season there's t- for every season. There is a, uh, a turn as they say. That's very true. So. Page Arizona, your season is not Christmas. <laughs> it isn't. You think that'd be a good time, uh, you know, Missed whatever, goodwill towards men type of season. Miss the crowds. But then you find yourself on the Taco Bell getting shouted at, and you're like, no, this is not it. Yeah, you're getting propositioned for money in the Taco Bell, and then, you know, you, your instinct of just, like, not giving in kick in, and then you leave there, and you're like, it would have cost three dollars to buy them a lot of food yeah. and then you're like and it's christmas and it's christmas that could have be- been jesus christ that we were that was mother denied. mary appear- yeah. that was before she appeared on a tortilla elsewhere it was mother was- mary getting real close to our so booth. maybe that's the reverse karma bringing it back around maybe that's the karma that i didn't take and now yeah the chaos has ensued and it's all downhill from here yeah it's the monkey's paw has clenched and 2020 is coming back because the masks are back baby yep we're back in lockdown well <laughs> kind of lockdown maybe we'll maybe we can maybe we'll go i mean i keep joking that i want it back maybe i'm gonna get what i want i mean yeah all these uh why are you anti-vaxxers and stuff who knows probably be, uh not that not that far out that's what's so fucking annoying it's because it's like if we didn't polarize everything into these like left or right, red or blue arguments, do you think that people would be as stubborn? Because like apparently, no, it's clearly they would not be like because they're just focusing on the political politicization of it, and it's like clearly if this happened, I don't know, two thousand six or something, it'd be like oh, okay. Well, this is the world we live in. Yeah, it's but it's not like but it's not it's nothing new though. I it feels like the pendulum's swinging more uh higher in each direction and like so like the extremes are farther away from each other, but um that left right thing has always been like part of the uh, like the American experience, it has, but it's also been it's been able to get more on board. I think. Yeah, it's definitely. I mean, Trump definitely helped gal- galvanize it to new heights. I think, and you I know, feel like ma- there's this whole group of the in this country that is like, no, people should listen to my crazy ideas. Like, yeah, this is I what mean, I believe in now. And you're like, where before they would be like, uh, I'm not going to bring this up because uh, my yeah. family hates me because I do it at Thanksgiving. But yeah, we need to get back to that. We just remember yeah. the silent generation. We need to make America great again, like that. We need to make America silent again. Is what we need to do. How about everybody just shuts up and listens for a year or two, just like hey, yeah. But that's 
I mean, we're here on a podcast that we get to put out and to broadcast to millions of people, Casadores. Millions of listeners. Listen potential. to that, Casadores. Potential listeners. It's the drink of the summer. The potential drink of the summer. If you want to play ball. Yeah. Um, but point being, like, everybody's got the platform, and most people don't don't deserve one, and beyond that, don't need one. But at now everybody, like, a thought that, like, you used to just be, like, share with a person and then like uh would get like if people looked at you sideways you're like well i shouldn't share this obviously like this weird fucking conspiracy i this needs to be uh kept under wraps until i have somebody in close confidence but now it's just like i'm gonna i i thought it i tweeted it it's out there and i found all of my people that believe this same fucking thing so i mean it's also kind of the divide in this country you kind of see regardless of what is being said like if QAnon happens QAnon could come out and be like uh the sun is full of uh sugar and if you stand in it for long enough you will get a sugar high and it's good for you like they would believe that because it came from a their source so like I think instead of being dissuaded from this I think we need to take advantage of all the stupid people I think we need like this is where we can really shine, Sean. That's true. If we just enforce our will onto others. So we'll just do that right now by saying we're both Q. And uh, everything yeah, I, we say I am is, Q. is law. I, uh, Sean, we are both Q. And we have infiltrated the darkest levels of the government. Yeah, all the pizza places. M- yeah, We've I, discovered uh, everything. I've been expanding into the calzone market as well, which is See, the scary thing is I'm hesitant to even go with this bit because <laughs> there's a real threat of violence in this world that could come after us. <laughs> yeah. it's like, but, Sean, if that's, a tr- if that's true, that means that we've got the listenership, so we're really winning. Uh, right, so, it's, it's real. If, if something's got to ca- catch fire, why not this? It's a real lose-lose situation <laughs> we're in right now. <sighs> See, the thing about adrenochrome is that's what powers the Stargate to the lizard overlord's otherworldly dimension. So that's, so, it's, uh, there's an allegory with the Pullman novels of uh, the, his dark materials. I don't know if you want to read into that. Yeah. It's not a big deal. And if you really get into season three of Babylon 5, we explain it all on that. Is it's it? kind of a... Kurt Russell in Stargate has never looked better. Uh, also, <laughs> just like the whole militarization of the, the space travel aspect of things. Um, That's true. Also, that Stargate was just an altered dimension of earth itself so and i want to be the first one to say right now that i am like 25 percent jedi so i can control the kyberian crystal so uh my mother is a hot large iguana iguana <laughs> she is uh in terms of my lizard brain and my yeah. lizard lizard people. he grew up in a house full of heat lamps yeah so when they return i think i'll be in good in good graces but we will anyway uh this has been the q section yeah so you know <laughs> Take it with a grain of salt. Why and anon? And How about Q Public? Don't try John to kill John Q Public. Ooh, there's Ooh, the tie-in. There it is. John Q Public, Q anon. Mm. But after realizing the whole Q anon thing is just some dude in Singapore or uh, Taiwan, or no, the Philippines. That's like just coming up with crazy things. Who? It's like he's the writer who got a spec script denied from uh, <laughs> season four of Homeland or something. Yeah, it's but. just fan fiction turned fucking uh, gospel by yeah. easily led morons. But anyway, it's the summer of Sean, there not the is. center of Q- Q-a-shan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, bad things are happening. Well, we're at about an hour and we've danced around like tacit topics. We've we've had some topics. We've we talked Summer of Sean, we talked San Clemente. We talked video games. We talked uh, you know, Summer Bevs, the uh the iguana-faced overlords that are are running this country, so yeah. Um Summer Bevs, I mean I think we've covered it. We got, we got, there's the world's your oyster. We got booch. We got light beers. We got full bodied craft beers. I feel like I covered summer bevs every episode because I love, you're really hammering it home. Casadores light light fruity drink and Casadores pre-made Palomas are, uh, Casadores might be too big of a, a fish to catch, but maybe we can, we can chase down these moonshine people. Yeah. We'll just harass them until they give us money. That's how it works, right? We will say we will get Michael Jordan to bring back the Hitler stash <laughs> and promote Casadores on non-sponsored issues. Uh, As somebody don't. who manages accounts, an account where people are constantly trying to get sponsorship, I can tell you it for sure works. <laughs> <laughs> and by for sure, I mean I delete all of those immediately. Like, yeah. you, I'm an influencer. I'm like, okay, goodbye. Uh, let's get real squeaky wheel on this. But, eh, it's, we're at about an hour. This has been a fun little little trip. Yeah. Dancing around a variety of topics. We've got Kiwishan here on the line. <laughs> That's very true. Getting real midday drunk on uh, Boochcraft. Yeah. And now we're going to go down to a Orange County, Orange Grove, and just get layer on the buzz. See, that sounds like we're going to a QAnon situation, as, uh, yes. as we put it. It's, yeah, it's, the narrative it, is filling itself in at this listen, point. Listen, uh, FBI, there are no buried ammunition. There are no barrels of, of petroleum. Yeah. There's no underground lair filled with canned goods. Never at you all. worry. I'm trying to think of something that's not going to be, <laughs> but it, it can all be interpreted, so I'm just going to be quiet. Well, read between the lines. Uh, get back. Uh, I don't know. I miss Anonymous. Fuck Qigonon. I miss Anonymous. Yeah. I miss uh, a, a watchdog group that can be like, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah, that's, we're uh, going to ruin your life and find out where you live. Yeah. But that's just everybody now. So today's episode was brought to you by Anonymous. Uh, Bring those guys back. Yeah. All right. Well, we've had fun. I hope you have too. Until next time. I'm Sean Burke. And I'm Christian Sinru. Cheers, y'all. Cheers.